Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today, we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I want to tell you a little story. There have been a lot of battles throughout history when certain measures were taken in order to prevent the onslaught of an enemy invasion. And one such tactic put forth to prevent one's adversary from advancing was to leave nothing behind for them that might aid them in their effort to fight. I mean, in order to wage war, armies require large supplies of certain things, such as food, water, and ammunition. Retreating armies would leave none of these things behind and would burn crops, contaminate water supplies, and destroy ammo dumps in an effort to slow the enemy down and completely stop them in their tracks. And this reminds me of the Christian life. You know, a scorched earth policy deprives an enemy force of the things that it needs to make war. We also must deprive the sinful nature of the things that it requires to make war. The lusts of the flesh. 1 Peter 2.11 says, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshy lusts, which war against the soul. You know, of all the wars that have ever been fought, none is as great as a battle for the soul. And this is because earthly confrontations only deal with what is temporary, whereas the battle against the sinful nature is a fight for one's own salvation. It is a spiritual war that must be won at all costs, and we must do whatever it takes to defeat the enemy. This is going to require destroying sinful lusts, leaving nothing behind for the adversary to get a foothold to wage war against us. We must crucify the deeds of the flesh and abstain from evil desires, completely cutting off sin's supply in the process. Galatians 5.24 says, And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Sinful desires are the ammunition that the carnal nature uses to fight against us. And what we need to do is remove the ammunition and not make provisions for the flesh. In doing so, we destroy its ability to engage us in an altercation. Romans 13, 14 says, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh, to fulfill the lust thereof. Now, <clears throat> to abstain means to decline, or to refuse to do something, or to refrain deliberately by denying oneself of a certain action or practice. The narrow path of Christ is to deny worldly lusts. Titus 2, beginning of verse 11 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. In order to obey God, self-denial is crucial. I mean, rather than focusing one's mind on what is sinful, it needs to be redirected on the things of the Holy Spirit. Many people are not pleasing unto God simply because they lust after evil things. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. 
Look at 1 John chapter 2. Verse 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. You know, the earthly desires that we had when we were younger, we're supposed to depart from. We're no longer to be children in our faith, but mature and become seasoned men of God. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.2.2 2. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Granted, each of us come from sinful stock. But we are not supposed to behave like a sinner anymore. We must become transformed into a new creature, which will require turning away from the way that you used to live in your past. And this is a process of repentance from dead works to serve the living God. Ephesians 2, 2, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also... We all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And Second Corinthians 7, 1 says, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Following after the flesh is only going to lead to death. Romans 8, 12 says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The true sons of God will reject sinful lusts and humbly embrace the guidance of God's Holy Spirit. Galatians 5 Verse 16, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the lust, or for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. We are engaged in a battle that you cannot see because it's deep within each of us. It is a battle between the flesh and spirit. And to be victorious, we must abstain from fleshy lusts, which war against our souls. We must remove every sinful desire in our lives, leaving nothing behind that would enable the sinful nature to advance. The soldier of God is, is involved in the, the greatest war of all time, a skirmish that will be won as he begins implementing the policy of scorched earth. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.